Warning, the following episode contains elements of horror that may be unsuitable for listeners under the age of 13. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Beyond the Bazaar a podcast curated to all things, well, bizarre. My name is Brianna, and I will be sharing with you urban legends, lore, ghost stories, and more from around our planet. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the seventh episode of season two of Beyond the Bizarre podcast. So as I shared with you all on last week's episode, we are once again doing our end of summer horror special, just like we did in season one. So our returning listeners are of course familiar with that. But if you're a new listener, first I'd like to say welcome and I hope that you are enjoying all of our stories. Rituals and Urban Legends. The last bit goes for our day one listeners as well. But to explain for our new listeners, the end of summer horrors is like a it's like a mini segment that we like to do the last few weeks of August to mark the end of summer and the beginning of our favorite time of year. Autumn, fall, whatever you want to call it, it's our favorite time. Halloween, just everything about it is amazing. These stories will focus on road trips, creepy stories, and maybe some rituals and hauntings. But one thing is for sure, no matter the theme, you can be sure that it is surely bizarre. So for our new peeps, I do encourage you to go back and check out our end of summer horror special from 2020. You won't regret it. So on tonight's episode, we take a road trip to Colorado to an 11-mile stretch of road known as Riverdale Road. Now, day one listeners will recall that on the end of summer horror specials from 2020, we shared a ritual known as 11 Miles. Now, I don't think there's any relation to the 11 Miles ritual in Riverdale Road. But it is a cool coincidence, in my opinion. Riverdale Road is located between the cities of Brighton, Colorado and Thornton, Colorado. The road has gained a somewhat notorious reputation over the years. A reputation for being haunted. By what, you may ask? Well, from urban lore, the road is haunted by phantom cars and restless spirits. The legend of Hell's Gates. The legends of Hell's Gates also originated from this 11-mile stretch. Hell's Gates, also known as the Gates of Hell, is a nickname given to Riverdale Road due to the urban legend of a man that went insane and murdered his wife and children. And just how did he kill them, you may ask? Well, he set the large mansion on fire, burning them alive inside. The mansion sat behind a large sturdy gate, which can still be seen today. Hence the name, Hell's Gates. I cannot help but see the similarities between between Riverdale Road and the Seven Gates of Hell for my home state. For our new listeners, I shared a local urban legend about a popular haunted road from my own home state of Virginia last season during our end of summer horror special. If you haven't already, go check it out. It's just the mansions and the darkness surrounding the location, just cool similarities. Anyway, back to Riverdale Road's Gates of Hell. The mansion was known as Wolport House, built by one David Wolport around 1864. 
The fire started around 1 a.m. on November 28, 1975, but there was no report of any injuries or fatalities at that time. So where did the legend come from? Well, the fire was real, per Denver records. But from research, I feel that the arson-murdering husband may have been influenced by the Wolpert family, as David Wolpert had a wife, Catherine, and two daughters, Lucille and Mary. So, in my opinion, I feel that the two truths were combined and created this urban legend that has survived and been retold for decades. Or, who's to say, maybe a man did go postal out there on that isolated road. But that leaves the question, why? Just something to think about. The next famous urban legend surrounding this notorious road is that of the ghost Camaro driver in his beloved car. The urban legend tells the story of a Camaro owner in the 1970s with an affinity for street racing. While racing on one fateful night on Riverdale Road, the driver turned a blind corner and crashed, killing him instantly. Ever since that night, the Phantom Camaro and his driver can be seen patrolling the stretch of road, but not for reasons you may think. The Phantom Driver is not making sure that everyone else is being safe and preventing others from meeting his fate. He goads other drivers into racing him on the road. The ghostly Camaro will appear, driven by the Phantom Driver, with only one working headlight. He will rev his engine and challenge the other drivers to race. If you don't race him, he will disappear, only to reappear directly behind the driver. The Camaro will speed up, bumping the driver's car, forcing them to drive faster and faster, all the way to a blind curve. So this phantom driver apparently wants others to meet the same fate that he did. I could not find any other, any other instances of the phantom Camaro appearing during the day. So if you find yourself traveling through Thornton during the day, you should be okay. I mean, you should be. <laughs> Just don't go at night. So along with our ghostly phantom drivers, Riverdale Road also is a home to a ghost jogger. Per the legend, a jogger was jogging along this patch of dirt road when they were hit by a car at the crest of the hill. Realizing what they had done, the driver panicked and sped off, leaving the jogger for dead. This dirt patch road is known as Jogger's Hill after the jogger that had lost their life in the hit and run that night. But it doesn't look like the spirit of the jogger is appeased as they are known to attack joggers and walkers as they walk up the hill. They're also known to chase them. You can hear footsteps and heartbeats if you're quiet enough. So we have people that's just on top of the hill wanting to enjoy the view, taking the view, and they're being attacked by unseen forces. That's terrifying. People who were just passing through by car also reported hearing someone hitting their car as they're passing through. But of course, when they looked, nothing was there that they could visibly see. You know, to be honest, you know, it does suck that the goose is attacking people, but I'm sure you would be mad too if you were left for dead and all you wanted to do you know, it was just burn some of those dinner calories. Like, you know, the person, I mean, I understand, like, you know, I've never been, never hit anyone, don't want to ever do that. You know, so I can't, I can't say the state of mind that the person who hit them were in, but, you know, it's, 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 it's a sad story on either side.
And I also think that the fact that the location is known as Joggers Hill is really cool because it shows how powerful the lore is that these places are giving names so that the, so that the tales are never really forgotten. Like, if someone were to tell me that a place is called Joggers Hill, I'm going to ask why. Like, hands down, I'm, I'm going to be like, why? I want to know. And since this road is a busy road, there's no surprise that there was another hit-and-run incident that occurred on the road, this time involving a child. The story goes that a little boy got hit by a car while on his way to school. Ever since his untimely death, he paces up and down the road, leaving bloody handprints on street signs. These handprints are only visible at night, and by morning, they completely disappear. And this one, of course, is another sad account. This little boy, you know, just trapped there. He was likely trapped in that space where he had died over and over and over again. I tried to find some accounts where people who had um, experienced or may have seen these, if they had actually seen the boy or they had actually seen the handprints. But either way, it, it's, it's a creepy story. But also a sad one as well. And since the road also goes by the gates of hell, it makes sense that there is some satanic activity going on. It has been reported that evidence such as headless animals and dark graffiti have been seen on old chicken coops and abandoned buildings. I think that this activity has also kind of led to the lore of Hell's Gates, the lore that I shared earlier in the episode. I think that kind of contributes to that. You know, the graffiti, headless animals, you know, just the typical stuff. And on top of all this, there's a phantom hitchhiker in the mix. This hitchhiker, better known as Lady in White, is said to haunt the road. Drivers have reported seeing the Lady in White on the side of the road, hitching a ride. And when they pull up to her and open the passenger side door, she disappears completely. Like, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't know how to react. Like, how will you react to that? Many legends have the disappearing hitchhiker legend where the hitchhiker disappears from the back seat, but this apparition is disappearing right in front of your face. Like you don't, you're not turning around and seeing them not there, but seeing the seatbelt still buckled. You're not seeing any of that. They're like, like they're disappearing right in front of your face. I can't even talk, <laughs> but they're disappearing like right in front of your face. Like if it were me, I mean, either situation, I'll be freaking out either way in either scenario but especially with this lady in white of Riverdale Road and like I said I think it's cool that Riverdale Road also has the phantom hitchhiker spirit as well because a lot of a lot of different cultures and a lot of different places have that same kind of variation so I think it's cool that Riverdale Road is not exempt because of course it's not it's the most haunted road in the country <laughs> like these haunts of Riverdale Road are very interesting and a bit typical, but definitely not something I would want to experience or run up on myself. Especially since the occurrences and phenomenons and happenings, you know, don't pertain just to the realm of ghosts and spirits. So outside of the realm of ghosts and spirits, other supernatural creatures are said to roam the road as well. For hundreds of years, there have been stories of Native American shapeshifters that roam the land that would become Riverdale Road. Since their surrounding land is gone, the shapeshifters now appear on the road. Now, if you've done any research on shapeshifters or have seen this show Supernatural, then you're familiar with what a shapeshifter is. For those who are not familiar, a shapeshifter is a creature that can take on any form and communicate whichever way they want to, or play tricks if they're more mischievous. But yeah, 
Riverdale Road has shapeshifters. And so pretty much a shapeshifter can take on the form of an animal, a form of a family member, friend. They can take on pretty much the form of anyone. So it's said that you will kind of know, per people who, who have experienced shapeshifters on the road, that you will kind of know because something will be off, there will be unusual activity. So you'll kind of be able to pick up from that. So unless you just have super weird friends, then the friend that's with you that's acting weird, all of a sudden, it's probably a shapeshifter. Not to make anyone paranoid. <laughs> but yeah, Riverdale Road is wild. Like, it's like a beacon for the paranormal. And in my opinion, it's amazing that not more people talk about it since it is considered the most haunted road in America. When I was researching it and the word beacon came to my mind, it kind of reminded me of, I don't know if anyone's seen it or remember it, but it kind of reminded me of the show Teen Wolf where they had like this tree... I think it was called the Nematon or something like that, where it was kind of like the beacon to all the supernatural creatures, like the shapeshifters, werewolves, all these other creatures started coming to the town of Beacon Hills, oddly enough, started coming there because that tree was kind of like putting a signal out. So I wonder if that's what's going on with, you know, with Riverdale Road, if there's some type of beacon there where, you know, these beings just like to hang out. And the one thing I wasn't able to find anything on were extraterrestrial activity like aliens or anything like that but I'm sure if I were to do more research I probably would find that since this road has everything else why not have aliens too to be honest <laughs> but but one thing is for sure I did enjoy researching and reading about this epic urban legend I love that when I did the research there were a lot of news articles where people who have experienced things were being interviewed and were being questioned you know it kind of just that's the such the solidity there that there is something going on like there is something actually with this road and locals know about it some people did state that on the road um, when it was kind of like not gonna say more rural but when it was kind of like you know kind of classic old-fashioned type there was a lot of activity but since the town's kind of gotten a little bit more modernized and there's more suburbs popping up the activities kind of dwindled down which is most likely probably probably due to the disturbances you know but the shapeshifters are still there after all this time so I guess they're not going anywhere but in my opinion I feel just like these stories have just been passed down and people just don't put themselves in a situation where they're going to be out there and experience these horrible horrible events but if anyone listening has had any type of experience on this road please tell us because we would love to hear your experiences so if you've seen that phantom camaro or anything like that please let us know and if you plan on visiting this notorious stretch of road beware of ghostly joggers and beware of shifters just pack some salt and silver and as always whatever you do Stay bizarre.